0: You have tuned in to 3CR's program Behind Closed Doors. This program explores all topics related to sex work. We give sex workers and allies a comfortable space to share their experiences. We also appreciate questions from the general public. Behind Closed Doors aim to uncover what the sex industry is really like. Our program exists to bridge the gaps. Please be mindful this program is not suitable for little years as there may also be explicit language use. Please email us at vcd 3 at gmail.com. This show is broadcast on land belonging to the people of Kulin Nation. Behind Closed Doors 3CR pays its respect to elders past, present and emerging and acknowledges that sovereignty has never been ceded. Always was and always will be Aboriginal land. So welcome to another episode of Behind Closed Doors. I have really a special guest tonight. It's a person that I met at Slut Walk event this year. She was one of the speakers and she gave a great message and a great speech um, to the listeners and it really inspired me so I said I really want her to be on my show so here we are so welcome Taylor.
1: Uh, hi Um, thanks for having me Sasha Um, yeah no I'm like I'm really chuffed to like be invited like back to like talk to you I guess.
0: Yes because I was inspired with the message that you have um, given to to uh, the listeners at SlutWalk event and also your experiences. I i need to talk about a little bit about your experiences in sex work. Um, let's start off with how did you end up um, getting into the sex work industry?
1: Um, for me personally, like I've always kind of been around it. As in, like I started like like. Hostessing when I was like 18. Right. And um the notorious brothel in the western suburbs. Um, and then I became a stripper, which again was out of desperation, but I dropped that pretty quick because I worked at another very notoriously crap club. Right. Um, and then yeah, I went into like full service um because pure like financial desperation. Like I couldn't afford anything and I was relying on my boyfriend. Okay, um, which I was not comfortable with.
0: So, um, was it hard for you to get into the sex industry? Were, were, were you concerned about safety issues and all sort of things?
1: Um, honestly, that concern has only come later on. Um, because when you are purely in that like survival mode, where you are like scraping by on forty dollars a fortnight, mm-hmm. um think about that it's about like i need money to survive yeah and to live and then you think about the consequences and everything else later and i feel like that's a really common experience for a lot of survival sex workers
0: um you know what when you said that it actually reflects on me when i was young as well because i was surviving just to make that money to just survive and i was really young as well and you know what? I would do anything um, at that time because there's not much of awareness uh, about sex work. So you know, it's, you only think about making the money. So I end up sometimes um, with really, really bad clients, and I had to deal with them. Is that mm-hmm. something you had to do as well?
1: Um. Yeah. Like, thankfully, I have like worked in a like Brussels setting the entire time I've been doing full service. Yeah. Um like, I've obviously had some pretty shitty clients, um, but, like, yeah, sometimes I will just, like, put up with it, and then other times, of course, I have, like, told them to fuck off, yeah, um, get the hell out. Um, <laughs> but it is just, like, if I can be, like, bothered, like, in the time, like, if someone, like, doesn't pay for, a, like, deluxe service, but then, like, decides to, like, like, finger me a little bit, I'm like, you know what, whatever, like, just... Just do it. <laughs> It'll get it done with a lot quicker. I can't be bothered protesting right now. And it's like stuff like that where it does kind of like blur the line of consent, but it is kind of what you have to do in order to make money.
0: It's true, isn't it? Um, but yeah. I think I think the industry has changed a little bit since um, consent is a bit more mainstream now and there's a lot of awareness out there. I hope the guys will learn from that. I mean... Um, mm talking about clients yeah do you sometimes like, have to hit them as well while i'm <laughs> doing your job oh uh, yeah
1: i've never actually had to like directly hit a client uh-uh. that's good <laughs> that's pretty good <laughs> yeah um look because otherwise like i do i do work in a pretty like quiet Brussels. um where it is not like like yeah we don't really get as many, like, city yahoos. Um, we get, like, out of suburbs, just, like, workers. So it's not, maybe not coked up.
0: Um, <laughs> what are your white guys? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, my God. My brothel days have gone for quite some time now. I used to work in brothels as well, and all these men come coke up or just dr- a bag of drugs and expect yeah. to drugs for them. Um, yeah. Yeah. So um, that's good that your, your space is a lot more safer, I guess. Yeah. Oh, good. Um, and you've been working in the Brothel for quite some time now? Oh, not quite some time.
1: I'd probably say about six months.
0: Okay. And, yeah, um, not very long at all. <laughs> and I also believe you're a student as well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, um, so your local work supports for your fees at school?
1: Um, kind of. So I'm actually like a scholarship student, like an Indigenous like scholarship student. Um, and like Centrelink, when I lived at university, paid for my like residence, see, like when I lived there. Mm-hmm. Um, but like basically, like it pays for like my living expenses because, Ab study when you live on campus is absolutely atrocious. Yeah, like, so basically I, like, lived on campus, was only, only had $40 a fortnight to, like, like, I didn't have to pay rent, but I did have to pay, like, medical expenses and stuff. And that's, like, as, like, being, like, a disabled sex worker, that is, like, something that has always kind of been something that I've had to take care of.
0: Yeah, okay.
1: Yeah, um, like at the moment now I've got to take care of rent and like utilities now that I've moved out of university so that's a big t- um like obviously full service sex work has afforded me to have a more comfortable life yeah. but purely because of a like I do earn really good money doing it I'm not gonna lie and say that I don't <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> but also So, like, from a, like, disability um, perspective, it also does afford me, like, flexible working hours um, and a space where I don't have to be constantly on my feet or constantly active. Yeah. A really busy Friday night. (laughs) 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 And I usually choose
0: not to work those, so... (laughs) Well, I hope you take some time for self-care and breaks um, and enjoy. Almost life. definitely. Yeah.
1: Okay, yeah right cool. now, I'm away um, from Melbourne, yeah. so. Oh, good. <laughs> Tune into the station that
2: gives voices to sex workers. Subscribe to 3CR.
0: So, um, um, I want to ask you how uh, you are a very op- um an open person being in the sex work industry. So, um, yep. so how does your friends and maybe family um took it when they found out that you chose to do this line of work
1: uh yeah so basically i've always had a like relatively like progressive slash like like far left group of friends (laughs) um and like my partner obviously like we're both um like anarchists so that helps um yeah, they, they were all great. Like I had oh, maybe a couple of friends be like, oh, are you sure that's the right idea? Cause you know, a bit swerfy, but whatever. Yeah. Um <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, it's it's fine. Like I am fine. Uh don't worry about me. Um yeah, it was more people that I was living with that were like, they didn't really have an issue. Um, just like a bit of like stigma around it, of course. Um, and like um, my mom knows what I do. Um, She is, like, fine with it. She's not, obviously, it's not her dream profession for me. Um, Yeah. um, But she's fine with it. Um, My dad doesn't know. He might know. I honestly don't really know. He has suspicions. (laughs)
2: Uh,
1: He knows that I work as reception at the brothel. Yeah. but. uh, he doesn't know the full scope of my job. Yeah, but I, I'm pretty sure he has. Um, he sent me a few suspicious text messages before work. Like, make like, sure you get top dollar. And I'm like, thanks, Dad. So,
0: <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm the same. I mean, I didn't come out to, um, I mean, my friends knew, but with the family members, I didn't come out and told them what it, because I have other jobs anyway. Um, yeah. But I think i it anyway, because most of them have been listening to my radio show and I always talk about openly about being a sex worker. But they yeah, know, so I'm just glad they are so accepting of what I do.
1: Yeah, it, it is really a privilege to have like friends and family around you that won't like kick you to the curb
0: over it. Yeah, this world has full of stigma and we need to break that.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Mm. And um, I have a funny question. Have you ever been requested um on some strange requests from your um, clientele? <laughs> <laughs>
1: um yeah, I I get I get some strange ones, I think the most strange is um when a guy paid my like extras um and like a half an hour session just to spin on him
0: okay, yes
1: um which was very interesting um like look the other girls have had some really really interesting ones very recently as well, which oh my god, um. Yes. I Probably want- my most
0: need a tea.:
1: <laughs> Yeah, like dude just like wanted to kneel on the floor while I stood over him and spit on him. So that was okay. fun.: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Okay, oh uh, right. Um, I think that uh, will be part of the fetish. I think it's called degrading a person. I know yeah. I've, been, I've been in this situation before, and like I said, I start young as well, and I didn't know what to do.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was I was quite confused. Like I'm not like shy to like kink or like BDSM fetish anything like that. I'm fine with that. I do that in my own time. Yeah. But like this is a weird request for a brothel worker.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know what? A lot of um people who come into that brothel, they have all sorts of funny requests. I still remember that one time this guy brought a wetsuit, a surfing wetsuit, and asked <laughs> that. And he just he just want me to parade around, and then um, he just went himself. He just get turned on people in wetsuit. Oh my god! I know I can't. You know what? I tried my very best not to laugh because, like, I thought it was pretty yeah. funny. Yeah, I thought I was yeah. a clown in the bedroom.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> but Taylor, I tell you, you're gonna experience a lot more. There's a lot of crazy. Furtishes. Oh, I know. Crazy for us, maybe not okay. crazy
1: for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I definitely know. Like there was a there was a pee incident. Um, that was very not normal pee incident. Um, the other <laughs> week, so that was that was interesting. Um, okay. but that happened to me that happened to one of my um like coworkers. So, okay, yeah. so uh,
0: golden showers.
1: Um. It, Kind of. <laughs> it was.
0: I okay, okay, I
1: have worse know that. That. You have to. Uh, I mean, basically, yeah. the um the bloke wanted her to pee into his hands, oh. multiple times, and he would drink it out of his hands.
0: Oh, that's different.
1: oh yeah, that's not your normal. <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah, okay. Something I've never
0: uh, experienced, before, even though I've been in yep. this. Sometime. yeah it
1: was it was a lot um and it was crazy as well though because the like the um girl who like did it um she didn't like charge him more than like the like deluxe fee for it and i'm like no what are you doing wow
0: <laughs> the- you miss out the-, the dollars yes yeah. oh, my- all especially this- because we nice- are retching afterwards Hmm. Mm. <laughs> um, so um, So, you think you're going to stick around um, doing this job or do you have um, um, like, um, like a bigger future plan?
1: Um, yeah, like I definitely will stick around doing this job for a little while. I don't know how long because I'm like uni at the moment for me has been a bit all over the place because I started in 2020, like right at COVID time. And then I had a lot of, like, really, like, personal, like, fucked up shit happen, yeah. like, a lot, um, all in, like, 2020, and, like, even during, like, 2021, I've had, like, a lot of really bad shit happen, and then a re- lot of really good shit happen, mm-hmm. um, and that's, like, completely impeded my, like, university career, like, I have failed most of university, which <laughs> oh is fun, no. that's oh always no. fun, um, yeah. and I'm, I'm at risk of being, like, kicked out. Like I, that's fine. Whatever. Um, if I do get kicked out, I might just apply for another one and go into IT. Yeah. Um, because yeah. like I do see myself doing sex work for at least like a little while longer. Um, if not, just like adjacent to like anything that I do do in a like civilian career. Okay. Yeah, and even then, like I'm not entirely sure what I want to do. <laughs> I'm still <laughs> dumb and full time, so I have no idea.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, sex work is work anyway, right? So it doesn't yeah. matter. Um, yeah. Like I said, there's a lot for you to experience because sex work can be really fun, to be honest, especially when you meet all yeah. these people, unexpected people, like having all these unexpected requests. It just, yeah, it just you, it blows your mind.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, it is. Like, it's definitely a fun job. Like yeah. there are times where I'm just there, like having a sook. But like it is, it is a fun job, and like, yeah, you do get to see a lot. And also, like, of course, like when you work somewhere, like a, a, in a good brothel environment where all the girls like get along, get yeah. along with you, that's always super fun. Like, you
0: know, that, that is very rare for in a brothel where a lot of girls, yeah. Get a- because you know, I've, I've worked in a few brothels in the past, and the girls get really catty because of yes. you know, a few of them will be very popular, and then they start uh, yeah, beach around, and suddenly there's physical fights too. Trust me, I've seen it all. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> it never happened to me, but it's just in front of me. So, yeah, it's yeah, crazy. so you're lucky, yeah. every girl to get along in a brothel. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, like there was like some tension, but like a few of the girls have like left or gone on leave. Yeah. Um, to like kind of like and that's not the reason why they left, but it has like avoided the tension. And right. um, thank, I'm, I know not to step on anyone's toes. Like yeah. I'm in the corner. I will have a chat. I will enjoy your company, but I am not going to talk shit. <laughs> of
0: course. It's, 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 to be honest, it's not, it's, it's, uh, Probably the best just to stay um, Switzerland. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. I am a Swiss miss when I'm at work.
0: <laughs> That's it. I'm That's
1: hot yes. chocolate. I am Swiss miss. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, stay Switzerland because you know what? I mean, don't go around and groupies in, in the brothel. I think it's very toxic.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I, I did kind toxic. of fall in a little bit with like a clique. Um,
0: so, like. Yeah.
1: Fall in a little bit with like, like when I first started working, um, but that was purely just out of like naive and also just like guidance, as in like they were like guiding me because they were very like experienced. Um, they were guiding me on what to do, but like again, they, they're great. Like I miss working with them. Um, but yeah, like a lot of the time things did turn a bit like mm, just a bit hostile tw- towards other girls. And that's yeah. like that's all like stuff that they had um with them. But I, I did try my hardest to like keep out of that. And now yeah. I'm talking all sides of that
0: issue. So
1: yeah, it's yeah, it's good to just keep well out of it.
0: Sex workers' rights are human rights. Today we are celebrating the incredible strength and diversity of sex workers. Sex work is real work. Sex work is not sex trafficking and it's harmful when you confuse the two. Sex workers are skilled professionals selling a unique service, not their bodies. Sex work is the negotiation and transaction of consensual sexualized services.
1: But society seems to have a hard time with the concept of capitalising from sex. Sex workers rights are
2: human rights. Sex workers are all ages.
0: men, women. Men, gay, lesbian, trans, and non-binary. Husbands, wives, partners Mums,
1: dads, sisters, brothers University students, lawyers and designers Sex workers are everyday people They deserve the same legal rights and protection afforded to the rest of society The current regulation of sex work in Victoria is not equitable.
2: It strips sex workers' capacity to negotiate safe work and access to health services
1: Research indicates that full decriminalisation is the best model to support sex workers' health, safety
0: and human rights Decriminalisation starts from the understanding that sex work is real work. Decriminalisation treats sex work like any other labour trade. Under regular employment laws. Decriminalisation reduces violence. Decriminalisation dismantles stigma. Decriminalisation dissolves barriers. Decriminalisation helps sex workers be seen as people. Not as a job. A bad choice. Or a victim.
2: More than 20,000
1: people in Australia are sex workers. I want to live in a society that celebrates the diversity
0: of all human beings. Sex workers' rights are human rights. rights. And um, are, you, are you planning to do private uh, going on tour around Australia as well?
1: Hmm. I would definitely go on tour. Um, mm. It would be brothels. Um, I wouldn't I'm I just like I wouldn't do private at least for a while um, yeah. purely because I just think it's fucking dangerous like unless I can guarantee you that I have a security guard at the front door of wherever I'm working and a driver then I am not doing it
0: yeah you know what um when I was Uh, Younger When I do a lot of touring I usually would not Stay like Service apartment I'll stay like Real hotel With this reception And I always Tell myself Not to be That person Who will take Any clients For the money I I wouldn't let The the work control me So I all the work, so um, so I'll just put a really high rates, and I just pick and choose who would pay the highest anyway. So I uh, that's yeah. why in the hotel um you don't get to see men in and out of your room. So you get two or three men out of your room in one day, and you already make a fortune. Yeah,
1: exactly. But you
0: need that security for sure. It's very dangerous being working uh, privately.
1: Yeah, and that's like that is like the main reason why I just. Honestly, refuse to do private.
2: Yeah,
1: um, like offered to do private a lot, um, but I just no. Nah, it's not for me. Like I know I could make what I make in a night in like an hour, but yeah. like or two, but like I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna risk my safety doing that.
0: Yeah, don't don't do that unless um you know you are confident on doing it. Maybe you can travel with a friend. So I used to travel with a friend as well. So we always have um mm. to each other so yeah uh, that we can look out for each other as well
1: yeah one of my one of my friends um used to um like go with another one of my friends when she was doing full service and um like have, they would be together basically for the for the yeah. um like booking yeah
0: yeah <laughs> Oh my God, I miss all those days. That was so much fun. I'm so glad I get to talk to you and I'm getting all these flashbacks when I'm... <laughs> <laughs> so Taylor, we're almost coming to an end to the show. So um, do you have any advice for any of the young sex workers out there?
1: Um. Oh, that's a hard one. Um. <laughs> basically, stay out of trouble between that's probably the biggest one stay safe don't let a client take advantage of you I know it's going to seem really scary to like be like no you can't do that don't put a finger in my ass yeah. but like don't let them do that <laughs> um, no means yeah. no yeah no means no um, basically and also don't offer anal <laughs> don't offer anal <laughs> what, why is that oh <laughs> because well, do you seriously trust a random man To put their penis in your ass?
0: <laughs> no <laughs> Well, great advice, Taylor For all the yeah. young oh, Sex workers out there Do not do anal, alright? <laughs> do <not> do <laughs> well, thank you so much, Taylor For your time um, I really hope to have you again on the show I mean, maybe sometime next year yeah, no, that sounds great Yeah, see, um, until um, you have uh, more experience I'm pretty sure you will have more experiences in the brothel So I would love to hear some of yeah. the crazy
2: stories <laughs> <That's> Yeah
0: <today. laughs> all right, No, I look thanks. forward to it All right, sounds good Thank you, Taylor All
1: right, thanks, Sasha.
2: Okay Caligo cheese All these dollars all around Lo que quiero para mis besos son la espalda, pues como cien millones de besos todo el día. Esta un que me da alegría. Sabes que yo quiero hacerte cosas sucias y quemarte con estas caricias. Tu lengua en todo mi cuerpo, cuando terminas te quedas por dentro. Tu lengua en todo mi cuerpo, y cuando terminas te quedas por dentro.
0: I hope you like that song. That was Amari Sad Girls Love Money remix featuring Kali Uchis and Molly. It's one of my favorite songs. I actually found it on TikTok. It's trending on TikTok right now. So I'm obsessed with TikTok, by the way. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, if you missed tonight's episode as well, you can go to www.3cr.org.au slash behind closed doors. And our podcast is also available on iTunes and Spotify. Before I go, I would like to talk about the 16 Days of Activism Against Gender-Based Violence. It's still going. Um, It starts from Thursday, 25th November. And it ends on Friday, 10th December, just before Human Rights Day. Well, I've been involved in um, a couple of events. And the latest one was just last Tuesday. Um, it's called the Y campaign. Y stands for We Hear You campaign. So if if you want to know more, you can just head down to all the social media, the Y campaign or the websites. I was honored to be asked to MC the event last Tuesday. Um, this is the first time um, they include the LGBTQIA plus people because they know we do experience family violence, not just physical violence. Well, there's all sorts of violence. Um, there's physical violence, there's sexual violence, verbal, emotional violence, mental and physiological violence, financial violence, and also cultural identity violence. This is why the LGBTQIA+, especially trans people, has faced um since day dot and you know what we need to end this we need to end this in australia and in the world say no to violence we need to stop this be kind to one another it's not it's not hard so if you can actually get involved with the why campaign or even other organization that are, are holding an event for these 16 days of uh, advocacy on violence, Um, I think you should get involved. And I I always say to my listeners that education is the key. So if you can educate yourself a little bit, you know, you can make a difference. I wish you a very good evening. And thank you so much for tuning in at Behind Closed Doors, Australia's only sex work radio show. Have a good night. This is a replay from an episode of Behind Closed Doors. We sincerely hope you enjoy this episode as much as
2: we have enjoyed producing it.